Living, learning, and loving are all experiences that affect each one of us at one time or another. The three L's hosted by myself, Rachel Ann Dine, licensed professional counselor, is here to help you navigate life in a down-to-earth and realistic way, one podcast episode at a time. Be well and live, learn, and love to the fullest. Hey, and welcome back to the three L's. I've got a pretty short and sweet little tip to offer you today that may help your communication styles within your relationships, whether it's in the workplace, with your child, with your significant other. This is one kind of error that I see happen over and over again. So Let me just share how it came to be that I just wanted to really bring this up. Um, Totally going to out myself right now. I have been binge watching Love is Blind. And it's that little kind of silly show on Netflix right now where cast members are put into separate pods and they just talk to the people that they're dating without ever seeing them. Um... There's been quite a few, I don't want to give too much away in case you do want to go check this out. Uh, It's, you know, a little reality TV show. Um, But there are certain conversations that you see some of the couples having. And it really led me to want to share this tiny nuance of communication that you can actively change to try to increase more positive outcomes in communicating with other people in your life. So it's as simple as when you feel that you have an issue with your partner, your coworker, a boss, instead of leading into the conversation with you. So you do this, you never do that, you're this way. Always turn that around, reframe it, and use I statements. So we've all heard about using I statements uh, before, maybe at one time or another. But the outcomes of using I statements can ultimately be so much more effective than starting into a serious conversation where you're going to give somebody some feedback that could be construed as uh, constructive criticism or difficult, or it could be an argument. So starting with I versus starting with you can be extremely helpful. So even if it's with a coworker, so you always make me do all the work or you don't hold up your end of what we're being tasked with, whatever it may be. Instead, rephrase that. I feel as if I'm having to carry most of the workload or I'm unhappy with how things are going. Same with, you know, dealing with your partner, with giving them feedback. So I always use this example when I'm providing couples counseling, but it can be as easy as Let's just say you get home from work, you go into the kitchen, and lo and behold, there's dishes in the sink, the trash needs to be taken out, you're tired, you don't want to deal with it, and immediately you snap at your person, at your partner, and you say, well, you just never clean. You never help me. The kitchen's always a mess. You you never do anything. 
As soon as we go into the you, 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 it immediately elicits a defensive reaction from your partner. It's just kind of human behavior. It's, um, I don't want to say blaming, but it does cause those defenses to come up. And a lot of times the response will be, well, you don't do this or you never do that. So start to really focus on communicating with those I statements versus leading into what could be constructive criticism or difficulties that you're having with another person instead of leading into that with the you statements. The second piece, um, I see these absolute terms get thrown around quite a bit. The always, never, um, those kind of words. So you never, we'll go back to the old uh, kitchen example. So telling your partner, you never clean the kitchen. You always make a mess. I'm sure at some point, your significant other, I would like to hope, I would like to think that they have unloaded the dishwasher or wiped the counter down or put their sink in the, in the, or put their dish in the sink. And so when we go to using those absolutes, that's another kind of trigger type talk for somebody else to kind of immediately push back and become resistant. Um, So we always kind of want to reframe, try to avoid using the absolutes, use those I statements. And I'd I'd really encourage you to kind of take note of how the outcomes start to change in your conversations. I've got a couple other quick bonus tips that may also be helpful, and these can be particularly helpful in your romantic relationship. So one of the top issues that I consistently hear in doing my work with couples in my private practice is on communication. It's a big deal. It's how we convey emotions, how we convey feelings, um, thoughts, all of the above. So without kind of a healthy foundation of communication, relationships can sometimes suffer. So in addition to using your I statements, avoiding the you statements, and then also avoiding those absolutes of always and never, when you go to communicate with your partner about a current issue, something that's currently bothering you, and this could also be even boss to employee, colleague to colleague, really any arena, even with your child. Um, If you go to communicate a current issue you're having, try to keep the situation that's occurring as the forefront of what you're trying to discuss. If you start to bring up old issues and they kind of resurface in the current conversation, it can sometimes make the other person feel on guard, surprised, and boom, there we go. That defensive wall may start to creep back up again. So if you find that you're bringing up things that happened a while ago that you and the other person thought were done, maybe they thought it had been hashed out, it's over, and you're kind of still struggling with letting it go, then that's that's just it. You may still have not felt as if you have found resolution. 
So I would encourage you at that time, if you notice that you're kind of going back to that place on how somebody let you down or caused you to feel negatively and it was in the past, if you feel that you're bringing that up again, it's important to revisit it. It is. I'm 100% in support of you getting resolution that you need. However, it might not be the best time to bring that up if you're already wanting to discuss a new issue that has arisen. As we all know, being in a relationship, whether it's romantic, platonic, in the workplace, it can be a difficult thing. Uh, We're all different in how we were raised, how we watched our parents communicate or not communicate, our own thoughts on how deep to go in conversations, both in the workplace and out, how much of being vulnerable we want to be with sharing our intimate thoughts and feelings about a situation. So it can make relationships difficult. So I encourage you to try to implement the strategy of staying in the here and now, bringing to the forefront whatever has been most recently occurring and sticking to that. And then maybe tabling, but making it a priority to revisit an older situation that's kind of rearing its its ugly head again um, because everyone needs that resolution. If you find that the person who has maybe hurt you in the past is not willing to revisit that topic, then maybe it's time for you to seek some outside help on how to go about that particular situation. And I know I'm keeping it super generalized and vague right now, but past situations can vary so intensely from person to person. So whether you're trying to recover from a spouse who's been unfaithful or you've had a coworker who said some really hurtful things about you to other people, I you know, I just I don't know what the situation is. All I know is that we have to check in with ourselves and make sure that is, is this past situation totally resolved or is it not? But in the interim, if there's a current pressing issue, try to stick to that. Additionally, another little bonus tip, and we've all heard this before, but I think it's worth bringing up, watch your body language. So if you're about to give somebody some feedback or communicate to them something that maybe could go in a negative direction, really Take pause, uh, examine your tone of voice, the level that you're talking, and just your overall body language. So are you making eye contact with them? Are you, you know, arms crossed? Is your back to them? Are you kind of talking under your breath? Part of communicating effectively is being clear and assertive. So that's the other piece of using the I statements that I encourage folks to implement is that by using I statements, you're ultimately owning how you feel and owning how you feel is empowering. So whether versus, you know, going with the whole you do this or you do that, owning I do not like it when this happens, I feel uncomfortable is a great way to really also continue to get in touch with yourself, what you need from a certain relationship and to accurately convey your feelings. 
So I hope that this has been helpful today and I hope that you go out there and communicate to the best of your ability and implement some of these strategies and hopefully they will be very successful. But I appreciate you listening and you guys take it easy. Go out there and live, learn, and love to the fullest and just make it a great day. If you've liked what you've heard today on the three L's, there is plenty more coming. Feel free to subscribe, like, and share. And also give me a follow on Rachel and Dine Counseling on Instagram, where I will also be sharing polls and asking you, the listener, for what you want me to talk about, questions that you may have on living, learning, and loving through life and just general information. So thanks so much for listening. And I can't wait for the next episode. Thank you.